The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In The Raw. Hey, friendos, and Larson. Also, Cal. Welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. Found right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and wherever podcasts are available. Um, we're also on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. All sorts of great reward tiers. Let's see if I have a graphic up available to me. I do for the Friendo Care Vet package, which you can get a $20 tier. Uh, I would dare say best value. You get all this stuff pictured here if you're watching on video. For those listening in the audio realm, I'll describe what, what is displayed here. First, going in raw comic book. Story inside can only be told within the pages of a comic book. It would cost way too much money to do that to a major motion picture, miniseries, television series, stage production, uh, YouTube uh, series, uh, any sort of anthologized series like Amazing Stories. Pretty much any sort of film product would be impossible because it would cost too damn much. Costs a lot of money. Huh? A lot of money. A lot of money. I mean, there's a giant frog in the diaper, a giant eyeball. I don't want to say any more because oh I want to spoil the story goodness. for you. I kind of feel like I said too much. Uh, three stickers, one of Steve's head, one of my head, the old school going in raw logo. You get a postcard with Steve and I's name on it, and then a double-sided poster, top-notch, super best, and Mecha Santa. Um, also, the $20 tier, you can get your video questions or your text questions on uh, Matt Chat each and every week. Did you say top not? Oh, sorry, top not. Top not. I like that every week. You're, it's very subtle. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we, we, it's like every day before we start, we have a discussion about how you're doing your How am I going to wear my hair? Because yeah, like the it. friendos always comment on something with a beanie. Like, he looks like Corbin to when I have my hair down. It's like, oh, he looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm going to get that one. Not this time. Top not. Top not super best. Top not super best this time. Top not super this best. Is, this is my top not. Top not. And it's a super best. <laughs> and it's a super best. It is a fine looking top not. I'll oh, be honest thank with you. you. Thank uh, you. We got one new patron, Joanne Laurie. Thank you very much. Um, especially I want to talk about this Joey Janela Enzo fight. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're going to save that for how, the run today. How redonkulous. Did you see the, the video of it? There's a video? There's no video of hands being thrown, but there's a video of uh, of, of Enzo trying to square up to Joey and Joey kind of doing that. We'll little, talk about that in over. Yeah, we're a little weirdo. So it's, it's interesting. Interesting stuff going on in the realm of pro wrestling. Where I think, like, of all the concerts, Blink-182. Blink-182. you know they were still around? I know. You, you'd figure those guys... I didn't know they were touring in New Jersey, or I didn't know they were even I relevant. Know. I don't know either. Know? Like, I knew the one guy, the guitar player, he's, like, obsessed with aliens. Yeah, yeah. Tom DeLong. Yeah. He's, like, super obsessed with aliens yeah. and UFOs and such. So, yeah. I don't think he's in the band anymore, either. That's what yeah. I thought I read. I don't it's know. Weird. I'm never a fan of their, their music. So They're okay. What do I know? Um, anyways, talk about things that were okay. Maybe at points, much better than okay. Let's talk about SmackDown this week. What were your thoughts on the show? It was okay. It, nothing nothing really stood out to me. I mean, there were a couple of cool little highlights. You know, I, I enjoyed uh, Kevin Owens, you know. Was he shooting? I don't know if he was shooting. But he was saying some stuff. Yeah, he was speaking for the WWE he Universe. He was speaking for was, the WWE Universe. Sure. Um, uh, I thought it was there were some interesting developments. I mean, you mentioned the Kevin Owens thing. We, we teased or thought last week they might be on the, the precipice, the verge of doing a, a, a face turn with him. And sure enough... It took about two weeks to get that in the can. Yeah. And he's over, over already massively or relatively massively over. All it takes is one shoot style promo and a stunner to Shane McMahon. You're like the hottest thing in the company. Oh, it's, he just has to stun the authority. I know. And um, then just speak the truth. And if they're smart, I know a huge if, they will end Extreme Rules. Well, should end, main event Extreme Rules should be Roman and Undertaker versus Shane and Drew. And the show should end with Kevin Owens running out there. 
stunning Shane. So Roman gets the pin on him, and then the show ends with Kevin Owens dropping stunners on everybody. Yeah, I faces can, or heels. That would be amazing. But I could. I was like, because they stand the turnbuckle, middle fingers raised, middle finger. Start doing this. Call <laughs> oh, him for beer. Hell, oh, hell yeah. You know I'm Kevin Owens. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. What do you know, Shane? I kick you with a stunner. You know, it's funny. Um, I know there's going to be some tomfoolery. This match is going to get overbooked. Oh, hell yeah. It's going to get so overbooked. Like, I could... Do the Revival have anything to do in this? Yeah, yeah. They got a match against the Usos. Okay. Well, anyway, I was like, they're going to come out. Still entirely possible. They, they might come out. Elias is going to hang out no, there. definitely, definitely. You know, Kevin Owens is going to come out. Hell yeah. This is going to be like a super overbooked match with Kevin Owens coming out there, giving out stunners, learning from Stone Cold himself. That's okay. all I know. It's not bad Kevin Owens. It's my, my little Kevin Owens. Um, apart from that, though, uh, I really like how they utilized uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. He's been off TV forever. And he was vicious. He yeah. absolutely manhandled Finn Balor. He did. He kicked his butt. He beat the hell out of him. Yeah. That was a dominant performance. And that was good that we see Nakamura be given uh, the respect and uh, that he deserves um, for like creative. Because when he's on, he's about as good as anybody. Yeah. No, when he when he feels like work going, he can go. Yeah. But it's funny because they... Was that is that a new intro for him with like the band? Prepping? He's had that since his heel turn. Oh really? I've yeah. never noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bummer they 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 kind of did the. I mean the 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 version of this theme he has now is great, but I'll, yeah, dude, I'll never forget we went to uh, NXT Brooklyn to the one where he won the NXT title for the first time. Yeah, and I have never been a part of a crowd as electric as that. Oh, I'm basically. sure. Apart, maybe the only other time I could think of was when Seth Cash did at Mania yeah, 31. Yeah, but. Leaving that, leaving the Barclays Center that day, everybody was walking through the concourse singing in Whoa. unison. Nakamura's theme. Yeah, that's awesome. It was a pretty cool moment. And it's funny because I've never seen him in that really long, like red trench. Oh, that's coat. a relatively new thing. Yeah, I was like, what the? And then I'm glad he wasn't wearing like all red again. He had yeah. that black to go with the red. I'm still not sure how I feel about his leisure suit he's kind of wearing now. Where oh, the up. whole one suit. I, don't I think know. that's a. That's probably a Vince thing. That's a Vince thing because he's not exactly the most muscular looking mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're like, "Hey, you wear this suit. I want you to sort of like part of the reason they made Baron wear a t-shirt is because he had a little little tummy. Oh, he's got a man. He's got tummy face. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, that's been around forever. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what's going to happen because he's probably 60, 70 pounds heavier when he's playing in the NFL. Oh, dude, he's huge. Yeah, I remember he was telling me about that. How big he was. I was big, huge, big man. Yeah, he's a big dude. So he had to drop some weight, and of course. You got a little extra skin left there. Yeah, uh, it happens. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, I thought the tag team summit stuff was fun. I enjoyed it. I really, really did enjoy it. Um, the new, new Mustafa Ali promo I thought was really good. Uh, the Alistair Black Cesaro bit was so over the top. Dude, it was two like two Bond villains. Yeah, that's exactly it what it was. It was like two Bond villains, but like '80s Bond villains. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. Very good. <laughs> Very good. I know. It's Cesaro <laughs> taking his mouthpiece out and stuff. He has braces on. It was, yeah, it's weird. But you know what? I think having braces is going to help him. Yeah, because he really has to work on his like English and his mm, pronounce, mm. how to pronounce things better. Yeah, yeah. Now that he has braces in, yeah, because now he can't talk like you know having the yeah, braces. Yeah, yeah. So, what if he's going to have to have a retainer after the braces? That's going to make it even harder. Oh man! I remember I had to read, I had to like relearn how to talk. He'll probably get retainer. Vis- I'm surprised he got like Visalign or something. I know. Like, yeah, you think that might be. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because he only got braces, I think, because that one tooth he has got. Yeah, up yeah, into his tooth skull. got all jacked up. So then he just went straight braces. I, I don't guess. Know. I don't know. Well, interesting. Maybe he has to do that tooth for a while <laughs> to keep his tooth from falling out or something. Uh, anyway, the show kicks off outside the arena. Dolph pulls up in his car. Um, they said, you know, a little lower third. It was earlier today. Um, he's got an interview with I don't know why I wrote, wrote Dasha here uh, with Kayla, and while he's talking to Kayla. Uh, Kevin Owens pulls up behind Dolph, starts honking his horn. And is like, sweet Dodge, Dodge Charger. Charger. Yeah. Uh, he gets out of the car, gets his luggage. He and Dolph start arguing, and then Kevin Owens punches him. They yeah. brawl. Yeah, they start going at it. And it's cracking me up because when Kevin enters scene, he's wearing a crew shirt that says Extreme Rules on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he's like, you know, I don't really need to do anything. I'm going to be part of the crew this time. <laughs> so maybe that's the his idea process. He's not going to have a match. But then he, you know, he starts... Sh- yeah, yeah. Adam well, Dolph. he and Dolph are supposed to be the main event. Well, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. 
Yeah. Like he shows up to the arena last week and he's like, and they're like, Hey, Kevin, we got all this free, here's some free shirts. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to do any laundry on the road this week. I'm just going to wear all this free stuff. Exactly. I got. Exactly. This is the last clean shirt I have. Yeah, he's it on says the road. room rules in the back. That's the next show. I'll promote it. Yep. Sounds about right. Uh, so they're brawling. You got security and the B team trying to break it up. Uh, eventually Shane runs in all sweaty and says, uh, Dolph backstage with me, Kevin Owens, you're out of here. You're out of here. You're banned from the arena today. Yeah. Get out. And it's funny because you know, like all those security guys are all extras. Yeah. You can see how Kevin's taking full advantage of using them by like jumping up on top of them. Uh-huh. And they all like they have him up in the air and he's elevated. And then you have Danilo, who's from New Jersey. I'm sure he knows a lot of those guys because he used to wrestle back in the day. He was like you could hear Danilo being the most the more vocal one of all the group of telling like Kevin to get back and yeah. telling the guys to get him back. So it's like little things that like cracked me up because when Danelle, you see when Kevin pulls in, you see Danelle doing the Sasquatch thing where he walked by, he turned or like from the movie uh, Signs. Yeah, walks, yeah, 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 like Alien walks through the scene, yeah. you know, and then he tries to help and like you see the B team in there trying to break yeah, up the weird. fight. Yeah, it was, and like only two people were on Dolph and then you have all the giant, all the security dudes. I know. And then Kevin's like up in the air, had a bloody look I know, too. he got busted open. Oh, it's like, oh, geez. Yeah, it made it seem real. He's intense. He was like wiping the blood off his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the show starts live. You have Shane do get do an interview with Sarah, I think, um, and he explained why he canceled Dolph versus Kevin Owens. He said Kevin Owens, he was the instigator of all this. Uh, he's banned from the arena today. He needs to cool off. And then he was asked, "Well, what's going to be the main event?" And he goes, "I'm going to think about that, and I'll let you know later." Um, and then uh, we're down in the ringside area, commentary's talking, and then you hear Kevin Owens talking. Yep. So he's stormed into the arena. He's standing behind the barricade. He hops over, and he starts shooting on uh, the McMahons. He brings up when uh, all the McMahons were in the ring, December 17th, right here in Sacramento, saying, we're going to start listening to you, the fans. And Kevin Owens says, the only thing we've gotten since then is way more Seth, oh, sorry, uh, Shane on TV uh, nobody wants Shane on TV. Nobody here watching. Nobody in the locker room. Um, Shane runs out on stage. He has the production truck or production uh, board, uh, soundboard. Cut Owens' mic. Owens grabs another and says, hey, there's another one here, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, says every time Shane calls himself the best in the world is an insult to the entire locker room. Says everyone in the locker room thinks Shane can kiss their ass. And uh, Shane goes over to production again, walks over there, and is like fiddling with sliders, trying to yeah. get the right mic to cut off. They finally cut off his mic. Kevin Owens grabs uh, Byron's headset, starts screaming at that, and says he would never call himself the best in the world. And he starts shouting out a bunch of underutilized talent. Yep. Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Gustav Ali, Oscar, Authors of Pain, Kyrie Sane. I might have missed a name or two in no, there. No, I think that was, that was pretty Because much. Shane was talking this whole time, yeah. too. Um, and then eventually he just he, he reads off. Um, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, when when Kevin Owens is out there delivering an impassioned promo, there are a few better, if anybody. Um, the way that he can get through that, hit all his beats. I'm sure n- this wasn't memorized. I'm sure it was bullet points. Yeah, that I think so too. I th- he he had a direction on what to say, and they you know they can trust Kevin. Yeah. So they just gave him like go out there and say this kind of stuff. Totally. You know? Totally. And I feel like whenever you have a guy who gets who goes from crowd to like the ring and like starts you know going crazy or whatever just starts talking on the mic that gets the crowd super duper mm-hmm. excited mm-hmm. which helps the viewers get excited Definitely. too so because when you hear you hear their excitement it's like oh i'm getting excited this is awesome like kevin owens is like you know really giving to shane on the mic um that, i thought it was great and then kevin runs away and like kevin has that like when his voice he does the intensity voice it just Oh, it's great. It, it, it's awesome. It really it delivers every single time. Yeah. Instead of like a lot of guys when they talk, they have that one tone. Mm-hmm. Kevin can like go, he knows how to go on a range with his voice. Totally, totally. And it's, it's, it's for two weeks now, uh, Kevin Owens has been pretty much saying what's on the mind of everybody watching WB last week. He yeah. was like uh, talking crap about Dolph. Why are you even still, still even here? Yeah, it was your time eight years ago. Uh, time's over. Get out of here. And now complaining about Shane being on TV. I mean, these shoot-style promos are a lot more common in WWE than they were years ago. Yeah. Um, but if they uh, if they hit the right nerve with the WWE Universe, they still really work, especially when you have guys like Kevin Owens dropping it. Because, man, magic on the mic Yeah, is Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah. And though he was banned from the arena, that was not the last we would see of Kevin Owens no. during the course Definitely. of SmackDown Live television. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm so happy to see Shinsuke Nakamura yeah, involved or something. Yeah, he's back where he, sh- you know, he should be doing what he's always been doing. You yes. Know? Kicking ass in the ring. Yes. Because um, for about two months, we haven't really seen him. No. Um, he was in a non-title match against Finn Balor. Uh, before the match began, uh, they did a couple picture-in-picture promos. First, Nakamura, he was speaking really quietly. And I, I had, couldn't hear what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, I had the volume turned down to my TV because yeah. my like, kids what? were sleeping. What so I had a hard saying? time hearing. It was short. It was probably great. I should have rewound it and turned it up. Um, after that, Finn Balor, he says, you know, I, I know Nakamura. I've known him for a long time. 15 years. Yeah. yeah that's a long he says time. Uh, he, he, he's been known to sow chaos, create destruction. This is not that Nakamura now. This is a different Nakamura, more yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Because he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Um, fun match. Really fun match. And Nakamura uh, dominated the proceedings pretty much bell to bell. Yeah. He took control. It's funny. There's stuff that he did differently in this match that I haven't seen before. But there's this move, a spot that he totally took from. I don't know if he took it from John Morrison or Johnny Mundo does the same spot. Oh, the German suplex spot? Yeah. yeah where yeah, he yeah. slides in and like. Hits a yeah, guy yeah. back. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, who else did that? I've seen other people do it. Too, really? Right? Yeah, yeah. I always, I'm always like, oh, that's a really clever way. It's like a cool util- way to utilize like doing a different type of journey. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always pop on that. Yeah. So seeing Nakamura do that, and then like kind of the way he walks out of it, you know, mm-hmm. pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, but he looked. He was awesome. In this yeah, match. yeah. It looks like he'd spent like he'd fully recharged his battery after not being on TV for two months. Yeah. Um, towards the end, Nakamura goes for a Kinshasa. Finn counters with this is actually a really cool sequence. Uh, Finn counters with a sling blade. He goes to the top for a coup de gras, and then Nakamura kicks him off. Uh, Finn sent to the outside. Nakamura goes to the second rope, hits a jumping knee, uh, sending Finn off the apron to the outside. And then he tosses Finn to the ring post, then the barricade, then the ring post again. Both beat the 10 count. Uh, Nakamura tosses Finn outside again, hits Finn with a Kinshasa. He goes back in. Totally cool. The count out victory. Yep. Finn beats the count. He rolls in. He's just barely past the ropes. Nakamura kicks him out again, drives Finn to the ring steps, props him up against the ring steps, hit, hits a number of knees oh. on Finn against the ring steps. Uh, Finn again beats the 10 count, and Nakamura's like, to hell with this. Kinshasa, yeah. I win now. Yeah. Nakamura goes over. He just beat the hell out of Finn Balor. Yeah, and... It helped that he had to absolutely destroy Finn and get extremely ruthless and just just have to murder him because mm-hmm. that kind of also shows how much it takes to take out Finn. Exactly. You know, so a lot of the times, sometimes they say like a win's going to build you, but sometimes a good loss can build you totally, more. Totally. This so shows like, Finn's heart. Yeah, it shows Finn's heart. And Nakamura had to do some dastardly things to, yeah. you know. Get the W. Totally, and I, I, I appreciate, <coughs> excuse me, appreciated that uh, it was an instance. Like during the Nakamura's feud with AJ, he always had to be conniving and, and, and sneaky and go for low blows. I know, and which wasn't and, like they ran that so many times. I know. I know. It's just like, okay. Like what well, AJ put a cup on. Yeah. You know what he's going to do. He never did. <laughs> so rather than being kind of a cheating heel, it seems like they're they're kind of uh, redirecting Nakamura to be a, 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 a truly villainous. That's that's what they should do with all heels. They, I know. I get sick of the same tropes all the time. Oh, we're gonna kick you right in the dingaling. That's how I'm gonna win. You yeah. know, like when Seth did it to Brock. Mm-hmm. There's just a, I, I 
could get behind that because you know when Brock's a heel, you never you know he just smashes, just yeah, violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do in that yeah. scenario. But for like Nakamura, who's so damn talented, yeah, they can find way more creative ways, yeah, to get him to win with heel tactics than just hitting somebody in the dick. I know it's it's kind of far too often when unless you're a huge monstrous individual. Yeah. You know, someone like Lars, who's massive and huge and, and, and looks like they can just toss anybody around the ring. They will, those are the only heels they book as monster heels. Yeah. And if you're anybody else and you're a heel, odds are you're a cowardly heel where you need help to win. Yeah. And it's nice to see Nakamura, who's tall, but he's not the most muscular guy, no. yeah. go out there and physically dominate a match because it's not something you see unless you got someone like Braun or Lars or Drew. Yeah. He's just a huge physical specimen. Yeah, but I will say with Nakamura's size, it helps that he doesn't have to be like a jacked up guy because yeah, he's yeah. more strike oriented. He's smooth. He's slick. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know he to me, I've always thought he looks like an anime villain. Yeah, with the way he works, especially now with the trench coat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why. That, yeah, he needs to just be a slick, you know, anime style villain. That's, yeah, that's why I see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Nakamura goes over. I would assume if it hasn't been announced yet, there's be a Intercontinental Title match, Extreme Rules between the two of them. I don't know if Nakamura's. I don't know. I like to see this feud carry on for a while because yeah. I think there's a lot to work with. Yeah, um, they've known each other for a while, as Finn said. Um, due to their time in New Japan, uh, I'm sure they could probably do some interesting promo stuff if given the latitude to do so, and uh, could make for a pretty fun feud. Next, uh, Shane, Drew, and Elias backstage. I kind of recapped what happened on Raw uh, the previous week with the Gary Garbutt stuff. <laughs> Gary Garbutt. Thankfully, no one threw to a video package because it was completely unnecessary at yeah. that juncture. Just you really just need like a sentence to throw back to what happened to Raw. And if people are curious, they'll go on YouTube, watch the clip, or they'll uh, try to find the show. Yeah, they don't have to rehash everything that happened on Raw. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's what that's what SmackDown was always known for. It's just the rerun of Raw. Yep. They, yeah, they didn't need to bring it up. No. Um, and then Elias says he's working on quote the perfect funeral song for the Undertaker, and everybody kind of looked at him weird. It's gonna be spooky. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um, Dolph runs in. He interrupts the conversation. He said he's oh he's mad about his match, his main event tonight being canceled. I believe he said bogus. Yeah. He used the word bogus. So in two consecutive episodes, we've heard someone say dude. Dude and, and now bogus. bogus. Some writers have been watching Bill and Ted's. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're like, oh, the new Bill and Ted's coming out, man. We got to start saying dude and bogus. And someone's catchphrase soon is going to be excellent. Excellent. Gnarly. We're going to hear some gnarly yeah. ones. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, and Shane says, all right, you want to be in the main event, right? Dolph says, yeah, I'm a main eventer, which is debatable. Um, but I, I admire his moxie, the, his drive, that he wants to be in the main event. So Shane says, you'll be in the main event. You're taking on Roman Reigns. And to Dolph's credit, he's like, cool. Let's yeah. do it. Yep. I'm not scared of the big dog. Uh, after that, we had a video package for uh, the Joe and Kofi feud. This one I didn't mind because they're trying to do a lot of build in a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, so kind of uh, give us a recap. It's fine. It was well put together. Yeah, Joe reminds me of like... Whenever he speaks, I get like the Marlon Brando vibe from Apocalypse yeah. Now. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Way his delivery, you yeah. know. His promo last night was great. It was, it was awesome. I was, I was waiting for him to say, "You're an errand boy, Kofi." <laughs> um, yeah, his his good promo talking about how he's gonna, uh, like chip away at Kofi until he exposes who Kofi essentially truly is, someone who uses people. Do you think that they're gonna start? guys are going to have their own style of promos. Like, for instance, we have Alistair Black now in the dark room. Yeah. We see, like, coming up, we're going to see Ali have his, like, outside yeah, yeah, camera yeah, 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 shoot. Yeah. And then we're going to just see, when Samoa Joe has to send his message, he's going to be in that. It was like a rusty, rusty backdrop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's something they're going to keep where they're going to have guys, oh, this is where you're going to cut your promo. This is where you're going to cut That'd your be promo. different. Because, like, when I cut my promos, I have that fake you know, backdrop mm-hmm. of like the forest, just something. I don't know if they're going to do that or with the guys they are going to keep them in their own promo themed area. Yeah, I don't know. Cause they did that a lot with Bray. Yeah, they did. And that was hit or miss with Bray. It was. So I was something I was thinking about. I'm like, Oh, is this Joe's going to be in a rusty shack? Maybe he's in like an outhouse. Oh, that fits with his character. <laughs> I don't think it fits. Very well. Should be on the beach. Yeah, maybe. Cause he lives in SoCal, right? Yeah, it's a Huntington beach. Yeah. That's where he should be. Cut this, promos. He should just, yeah, shoot on the beach yeah. on his balcony of his, his condo or apartment or house, That'd whatever. Great. Um, another great promo from Joe. He's, he's, he's one of the best on the mic. Gosh, give me some, uh, some of a Joe Kevin Owens program. Oh man. 
That's got to be coming up. Yeah. If if we're getting uh, tweener Kevin Owens. Uh, after that, we had the Nikki Cross Bailey contract signing. Um, this was this was pretty cool. Uh, they were talking back and forth, and Bailey asked Nikki's. You know, Bailey's saying Alexa's not your friend. Nikki's like, no, she is my friend. You wouldn't know it because you, you don't have your friend knew. anymore. You wouldn't know. Um, and then Bailey asked Nikki, what's going to happen when uh, when Nikki wins? Oh, sorry, when Bailey wins and Alexa blames Nikki for it. And then Nikki counters with, uh, well, when we win, we're going to be co-women's champion. Like Michelle, McCool. Yeah. And Layla. Layla. <laughs> yep. When she said that first ever, I'm like, what about LaCool? Lay cool, I know. Yeah, yeah, lay cool. Yeah, they were co-champions. Yeah. And China and Jericho were co-intercontinental champions. Yeah. Um, and then Nikki says, hey, sit ringside. Behold what I'm going to do to Carmella. Um, they have a match next. Nikki Cross versus Carmella. Uh, finish sees Nikki avoid a super kick from Carmella. She hits her twisting, spinning, neckbreaker deal for the win. Uh, Nikki's got all the momentum going into uh, Extreme Rules. However, yep. when she loses to Bailey. Alexa's definitely going to blame Nikki for the yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah. And then the the so-called friendship's going to come to an yeah. end. Yeah. I will say, though, Carmella looked really smooth in the ring. Carmella's great. She was looking smooth. She did a cover-up. She rolled away, gave out plenty of space. Like, she, she's gotten really, really smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, like, watching her first match. It was okay. I mean, they did step for step for step for step with her. But, like, now she's just she's gotten so – I would love to see, like, a – 12, 15 minute match with her, mm-hmm. like kind of more of an indie style. Yeah, yeah. To see how she can acclimate to that. She's, uh, whenever she has like a match with Charlotte, they're good. Yeah. Like she's gotten, she's got a pretty decent suicide dive. She delivers a great super kick. Yeah. That, that submission moves the, the code of silence. Yeah. Is great. And the way she, she's tra- transitioned into it has been really good at times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's improved a ton. Yeah. She's gotten really smooth. You can tell she's ring. put in a lot of work. To improve in ring, yeah, hats off to Carmella. That, that's something I noticed right away. Yeah, and you know she doesn't. I think she's util, she's a utility player, man. She can kind of do it all. Yeah, like I remember, you know, everyone's talking about Enzo on this the thread, but it's just like Enzo's like she's just an actor. It's like, dude, she's not an actor. She's a she's a legit wrestler. Yeah, yeah. She she knows how to work, and she's great on the mic. Too. Oh, she can do it all. She's great. She's gonna. They're going to use her for a long time. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, Next, we're backstage. The Iconics were leaving the women's locker room. They run into Paige, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane. Uh, Paige says, Asuka and Kyrie, there's a video package, too. I I see this about uh, the Asuka and Kyrie beating the Iconics in Tokyo, thus earning a tag title shot. Yeah. And Paige says, we're here to collect. We want this title shot tonight. And then Peyton says, no, Billy's sick. Paige says, what's wrong? They give different answers at the same time. Bird flu. Mad cow disease. Mad cow disease. <laughs> it's bird flu, mad cow. Bird flu, mad cow. Um, and then uh, Paige says, you're cowards, you're cowardly, and you're clowns. Billy steps up to her. Paige slaps the heck out of her. Oh, I didn't like that. No? I, didn't, I wasn't a fan of that because she can't wrestle. Yeah. And she's a manager. Yeah. Managers shouldn't be putting hands on people's faces, especially when she physically can't. It's like it's taking advantage of your disability. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Like, I don't know why that bugged me. I'm like, why? You're just gonna it's s- probably been better if, if Asuka had done If Asuka would have just done, like, decked her, like, you know, something else. But I was like, ah, Paige, it's not cool. The one thing I didn't really care for, and maybe it kind of... It's it's it, I understand they put Paige with Oscar and Kyrie so she can do the talking yeah, for them. Yeah. Even though I I think 
Oscar and Kyrie can put themselves they don't, plenty they don't, fine they on don't the mic. Even, they don't really need a manager. They don't need to say a, they No, can, they don't. They don't need to say a ton on the mic. Yeah. And when they do, it, it makes it more impactful. Yes, exactly. Um, so I, I just worry that Oscar and Kyrie are going to kind of fade to the background a bit. That's that's exactly why I wasn't a fan of the page slap. Yeah. It's like what you're, you're taking the spotlight exactly. from the girls that actually have to perform in the mm-hmm. ring. And that, to me, just kind of bugged me. But I will say that I really enjoyed the Iconics. Mm-hmm. Like, Dan, they should have a sitcom or like a, oh, I know. a, a comedy or something. They're, they're, and when I was in developmental with them, they when they first pitched the idea of being a pair, and they were like, no, 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 we don't want you to be a pair. We want yeah. you guys to be your own superstars because that's where we see the money in you guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't say the money, but that's where we. Ha- that's the direction we want to see you guys. Yeah. Kept pitching, pitching, pitching. We should be a group. We should be a group. We should be a group. And it's like they were being very forward about them wanting to be a group. I mean, we. I remember going like when I was hurt. I'd watch them. We do practice shows mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and like they had the same gear. They would always do promo class together. Like you can't can't teach that kind of chemistry mm-hmm. like it's built up over a long series of time mm-hmm. they knew each other in high school mm-hmm. I, I know billy's a little bit older than peyton like i heard them like do an interview with lillian garcia but yeah they they really really work really well with each other and like you can't yeah they're they're awesome i would like to see them i like them with all their segments i know a lot of times backstage i think they're hilarious yeah sometimes in front of the crowd they really can get kind of obnoxious but their backstage stuff is always really good. Like they were always great in promo calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, um, it, a lot of that too, though, is is when they're out in the crowd, their promos are really. Uh, uh, I don't know. They, they the, the tendency is to kind of troll the audience a they, lot. They troll really hard. A lot, the and sometimes, unless there's a really good line, people are just gonna be like, "Oh, we're just kind of moderately annoyed by this." Yeah, that's how that's how I rather feel. Rather than booing. Like I think they're like some people can do it backstage better than they like yeah. their presentation sounds. But they are really good on their backstage segments. Yes, they are. I love their backstage segments. Oh, when they were doing the uh, the the iPhone stuff in NXT. Oh, that was, that was great. so good. They're they're little like quips, mm-hmm. and they know like they have great chemistry. Totally off each other. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they're a TV they're, show. With yeah, them. they need like an Edge and Christian style uh, uh, skit to comedy show. Yeah. So I don't know where we're getting this this title match. I don't think it's been announced for Extreme Rules yet. Uh, next, we got a Gary Garbutt, Cedric Alexander recap video from Raw. Um, right after that, Roman Reigns interview talking about uh, how he's got put in a match with Dolph tonight. He doesn't care. He's big dog. It's his yard. He was soft spoken. Yeah, very soft, soft spoken Roman. I feel like they're finally letting Joe be Joe. Yeah. In terms of his character, he just seems like a cool, mellow dude. And after the interview was over, he was like, "Thanks," <laughs> and that seems so genuine. Crazy night. That's what yeah, he says. Yeah. Crazy night. Crazy night. And then he uh, he goes, all right, sweetie, goodbye. Yeah. He called her sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he's like the soft-spoken dad. Totally. Hey, you know, crazy night. Crazy night, huh? Oh. Goodbye, sweetie. I got a match. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, man. Soft-spoken Roman Reigns. I know. Mellow Joe. Mellow Chill Joe. Roman, man. Chill Roman. You guys called it. Uh, next, we had the Tag Team Summit. First out, uh, the New Day. Um, Big E was talking about how he was disappointed when he found out this three-way match wasn't just a three-way. Um, Xavier Woods had a nice interruption. goes, sir! And then transition to something yeah. else. And then Big E says, well, I'll be happy after Extreme Rules because we'll all be champions. We'll all be touching our championship tips. Dude, who wrote this? Probably Big E. Even because, okay, here's the thing. They wrote that. They had their bit. But, dude, the heavy machinery, like Otis was saying some like, Oh, yeah. Innuendo stuff, too. Yeah. Like, ooh, feels good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his catchphrase is, I'm coming. I'm coming, dude. The f- whole time I'm thinking of, like, they're they're doing these, like, sexual, like, Oh, there's full of innuendo. Totally. Yeah. All these innuendos. And it's like, funny. We're going to be all champions, and we'll be touching championship, championship tips. And we'll be six-time champ. you know. And yeah, then, it was great. And then I cracked up because then, like, Daniel Bryan came out. Um, Saying they, they're making a joke of the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, making a joke, and they don't take anything serious, and then they do a Maury Pulvich, like, who's the father? Who's your Oh, dad? that was great. Yeah. Xavier Woods goes, well, I want to hear what uh, what uh, Rowan has to say. Yeah. First, you were you were taking orders from Bray, then from Luke Ar- Harper, then from Daniel Bryan. I just want to know who your daddy is. Who your daddy is. Oh. oh. Man. 
Um, yeah, then Heavy Machinery ended up coming out. I, you know, Tucker sounded better on the mic. Mm-hmm. He sounded good. Just takes reps, I guess. It, it takes reps, you know, and it's for him to find his voice. I don't like it when he goes, me and Brother Otis here. You know, my Brother Otis. It's like, dude, talk. Just talk normal. Yeah. Just You don't have to do that. It's like he's trying to shout and whisper at the same time. Yeah, me and my Brother Otis. We're going to be right here. <laughs> That's right. It's like, come on, Tuck. I know you. I've known you since you were in high school, dude. Change that up. Um, and then uh, Otis steals a New Day's catchphrase saying that he's, he and Tucky are going to be your WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, all while gyrating his hips. And then like, you just see Biggie Big e. and them doing no, that, like, no, stop, no. not. But then that. what cracks me up is that you hear Otis goes, feels good. Yeah. After you say, and then he goes, we're going to have a match tonight. And I'm coming. <laughs> and I'm coming. I, you know what? If I don't know how long they're going to go with heavy machinery and how long that works. But I can totally see Otis becoming like like a Mark Henry sexual chocolate chocolate gimmick. Yeah. Something like that. Because he, he just <laughs> just I'm coming. Yeah, he's he's just, got a quite a he's got quite a personality. He's yeah. And um dude, just it I've known Otis since he was twelve. That's crazy. I mean you mentioned that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like first time I saw him. He looked like a little Brock Lesnar because mm-hmm. I was dressed in the 16 underage group. I took fourth in the, the tournament or whatever. And I'm like sitting down like in the stands and I see like this little Brock kid walking around and he loses the match. Yeah. And I remember he, he was hot at the coaches. So I don't know when Otis and it was him. He goes for, I know, I know his real name goes from that to like being this goofy, like funny kid. Yeah. Cause he was like really, you know, when he's a little, he's a little boy, he's intense. Wow. Like he like, his, his, his like coaches like put the hand on his shoulder cause he lost. He did the like arm thing, like stormed off wow. all me- mean and mad. And wow. now he's just like this goofy, like little kid. It, it just, I just remember to sit in the stands like, eh, okay. Looking down at the thing and I see this brawly kid and they yeah. announced like the name. And you just, Nico, I know his real name. So you just, I always remembered his name and stuff. Yeah. But what's cool in that tournament was uh, when you placed in the tournament, Danny Hodge gave out the awards. Oh. So Danny Hodge gave out like the medals and stuff if you placed in the tournament. Huh. So that was pretty cool. That's cool. So we all got to meet Danny Hodge. That's cool. If you place. If you didn't place, you don't get to meet Danny Hodge. You don't get to meet Hodge. Danny Hodge. No Danny yeah. Hodge for you. Yeah. Um, then we got a triple threat match. Daniel Bryan versus Xavier Woods versus Otis. Um, they had a, a ringside brawl and a, a referee ejection for Rowan, Biggie, and Tucker to reset the match and work on a commercial break. Yeah. Which was all right. Um, after a commercial break, um, we see Daniel Bryan puts Xavier Woods in the S lock. Otis breaks it up. Otis ate a ton of yes kicks. He did. Daniel Bryan was peppered him with all sorts of kicks to yeah. his legs, to yeah. his abdomen. Uh, Daniel Bryan goes for the final one. Uh, Otis catches it, drops Daniel Bryan with a power slam. Um, he uh, sends Xavier Woods out of the ring too, hits the caterpillar on Daniel Bryan, but then and then he wins the match, uh, following a pop up power slam to Xavier Woods. Yeah, um, you could tell that they really like Otis. Yeah, they're they really really like him. Mm-hmm. And he, he has a great attitude. Oh, he does. He's a really great kid. Uh, the whole time, uh, you know, you see he hit that double suplex. He's hit. A, oh yeah 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 yeah. That damn that's good that he's got low like self gravity because yeah, yeah. he can do that i'm was, i was like thinking about can i do that and i don't i don't know i don't i have too much length or whatever yeah but he you know he was like, boop you know yeah he had him up there for a while you know, yeah and i'm like damn that's that's not easy to do no i don't i don't think it'd be awkward to see like stroman do it because he's just such a big tall yeah, guy yeah, yeah like trying to like get them up like that and then balance them up and balance like them up it, yeah yeah but Man, and, and this is funny, like seeing Daniel Bryan working with Otis, because I remember just I don't know. Whenever I see Daniel Bryan with somebody who's not as experienced as much as he is, and with his concussion problems, I'm just oh, like, yeah. oh, please be careful, please don't hurt I Daniel know. Bryan. He's a treasure. He's like, he's like, I know he's a hard worker and he, he can do everything. But to me in the back of my head, I'm like still think he's delicate. Yeah. 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 And I'm no, just, totally, totally. And I'm just like, Oh please, for the love of God, don't hurt him. And he, anytime he takes a shot close to the head, I, oh. I just wait. I just, and well, every time he, t- he does something, the first thing he does is grab his head. Yeah. Like he, I wonder if he knows that's, that's what people are going to think. Yeah. 
Like, oh, he's going to take a shot to the head. Dude. Now he's going to grab his head or yeah. take a, a, a power move. First thing he does is this. I'm like, oh, God, don't, don't be oh, it, it scares me. So then, like, I love Otis to death. But him in the ring, I'm like, Otis, please, for the love God, be careful. Yeah. You know, Xavier's got his own thing set up with his life. He does, I don't care how, you know, with Xavier's stuff, I'm like, Otis, please, please be safe. Yeah. Don't hurt Daniel Bryan. There was one little rough transition to the power slam when he caught that last yes kick. Oh I think yeah, that's what it was. It was just a little. It was like he Otis was a little too close to catch the kick, so yeah. it seemed a little wonky. But otherwise, Otis Otis did fine. He did good. Uh, after that, uh, we're backstage and catering. Uh, we see Drake Maverick poke his head from underneath the table, um, the tablecloth. Yeah, and the funny. camera pans or tracks across. Uh, follows Ember Moon as she turns and she walks right into Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. There's some crap talk. Yeah. Um, uh, Mandy and Sonya are kind of being mean girls. Uh, pretty much saying Ember Moon has no friends. Um, and then Mandy tells Ember, if you could find yourself a tag team partner next week, we'll have a match. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, but it, and then they said, if you can find somebody, yeah. Ember says, well, if I don't, I'll just take you both on. Yeah. Uh, she got all pissy because they just went to grab some oranges. Yeah. Ember Moon did. Well, they broke her, her switch. Oh, well, big deal. So she's got she's got <laughs> huge beef. Those, that's an expensive gaming system. It is three hundred dollars. Yeah, which, but you know, I don't know. With all the expenses, she's, she's been hot about that for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, all the expenses of traveling on the road, you don't make it on the shows a lot. Three hundred dollars might be a lot of money. Yeah, but they just came out with a new switch, the handheld one. The handheld yeah. one came out, which is, I think, that's something I'll probably get. Yeah, I might get that for my wife for yeah. her birthday. Don't she doesn't listen to the show, so it's fine. Oh, that's good. But yeah, I, I don't know. Ember Moon can. She has a weird way of like adjusting her attitude and personality with certain segments. And that's something that I've always noticed. Like yeah. they walk up and then she's like, well, you're going to come in front of all of us. And then that like Sonia and Mandy are, they're so great together. Mm -hmm. They can like, you know, they're able to like kind of avert that kind of stuff pretty mm -hmm. easily. But yeah, I wonder what this segment's going to entail. I was also cracking up because Mandy looked like she was like 5'10". Oh, yeah. When she's really not that tall. She's yeah, like yeah. the same exact height as Ember. Oh, so I'm like, when did she grow all of a oh, sudden? She some, must have some crazy she heels on. She has some crazy heels on. Um, so I guess the the safe bet as far as Ember finding a partner would be Carmella. Carmella's had some beef with yeah. with Fire and Desire. It'd be cool if we can have Liv Morgan get involved in this. Because yeah. we haven't seen her since she's on TV since and she's she's in the ring, dude. That's where she thrives. Yeah. She's so damn smooth yeah. and great in the ring. That's... There's a couple. There's a couple wrestlers which is just like you don't need to keep building them mm -hmm. with backstage segments. Like mm -hmm. that just comes with more experience, mm -hmm. like being around there. So I'd rather just see her. You know, she could privately take acting classes, something like that. Because I've that's like Edge and Christian have been saying for a lot of the guys like take an acting class mm -hmm. to like elevate your promos and communication skills. But her in ring stuff is oh, awesome. phenomenal. I don't really care to hear, hear her banter with like i feel like every wrestler should take at least one cold they, they really should yeah. it, it helps a lot because it's in the environment seemingly in, on the main where you're handed a script minutes before you yeah. have to deliver it do having some basic cold reading training yeah. where you know which beats you need to hit i think, I think what sucks is that when when dusty dusty was having a guy come in that was an acting teacher mm -hmm. to help with the guys that were you know had more established characters mm -hmm. But, you know, they I don't know if they have that guy come back every... Yeah. I don't think they do anymore. Yeah. So, I wonder. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, after that, great Mustafa Ali promo um, saying, essentially, evil only wins if people aren't willing to fight. Yep. Um, uh, you know, he said he talks about his experience as a police officer in Chicago. Pritch saying he's seen the worst of people, not from just the people he served, but people he served with. Yep. Um, great stuff. Well delivered. He's the man. I was waiting for him to say, and also, don't do drugs. Oh, I know. <laughs> Walk away. Or him saying, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Um, so this, this kind of pivoted back to yeah. the vigilante idea a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'd be interested to see when he starts uh, implementing this character in full on TV. 
if they ever give him that opportunity. Anyways, Mustafa Ali is the best. Great, yeah. Another great promo. Um, after that, uh, we found out who knocked on Aleister Black's door. And they did this by split-screen interview for some reason. <laughs> you know, it's, they're probably in the same room. Oh, totally. It's the same curtain. Everything's the same. Yeah. They just had that little split thing. They might, have, they might have had a curtain between them just to keep up the illusion they're not in the same I, room. I was waiting for him just to like, pat the other one on the I know. The that'd be great. <laughs> that'd have been funny. Yeah. Um, so Alistair's sitting there in the split screen on the left side of the screen. There's, there's a, a chair on the right side. No one's sitting in it. And uh, uh, the commentary says, well, apparently it looks like uh, the, the knocker has chosen not to reveal himself at this very time. Very good. Very good. That's yeah. something I would do. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And you, you hit this right on the head when it's, when it's two Bond villains. Eventually, Dude, we seriously two Bond totally villains. <laughs> Someone walks into frame on the right side and looks to be like a, a, a beige or cream-colored linen suit. See a little, see a little hand on the the chair. Circles it a few times. Circles it a few times. Sits down. The camera pans up and a Cesaro, and he has his mouthpiece. So yeah. he pops his mouthpiece out and says, "I am the one who knocks, and um, I am the one who's here to pick a fight with you." And basically, Alistair's all Mister <gasps> Black. Oh. oh. Cesaro, Mr. Cesaro. <laughs> yeah. So he was like basically ecstatic that yeah. he, the fight Very was happening. Very good, Mr. Yeah. Cesaro. Yes. So, super Bond villain. And and we got to see uh the debut of Cesaro braces. Yeah. That he was I don't know. I haven't seen him in braces. Oh, we've seen him a little bit. Really? He didn't do a lot of talking, but when uh he and Sheamus used to do little promo bits, he he had his braces. He has braces on? He, he said Or he just kept his mouthpiece in. Uh, sometimes he'd keep the mouthpiece. I've always saw him keep the mouthpiece. I, you've, I always just figure, why is he not? It's use almost two line? years he had to get the braces. Really? I've just never because it was at No Mercy 2017. He jacked up his tooth. Yeah, teeth. But I didn't know because usually when like, don't they have like the metal wiring behind the teeth? Usually not in front. Maybe it's just for the, that kind of like tooth thing. But maybe it's just the nature of what he did to it. He had to. But it's been two years. You'd think. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I, like it wasn't like his teeth seemed terribly crooked to begin with. No, well, I I remember I had braces. I think yeah, I did too. I had braces from like fifth grade up until the end of my eighth grade year. Yeah, I had them for three years too. Yeah, so like like, like two and a half, three years. Yeah. My teeth are really crooked though. Yeah, mine my bottom are crooked right now, but you know my top. Yeah, so your, your top, top teeth are ridiculously straight. I know your orthodontist did a really good job. Yeah, he did. Thank you, Doctor Anderson. There you go. <laughs> That's one of the first things, like when we were sat and sit down here talking about things, like, wow, Cal's top teeth are perfectly I know. aligned. It's ridiculous. It's a perfect bite. Yeah. So we're going to get Alistair versus Cesaro at Extreme Rules. That's going to be great. Let them do what they could do, put on a classic. Uh, next, another Shelton Benjamin interview um, where he was asked about the main event for the evening. And at first, you know, he just did his, 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 gifable reactions. Then he said, well, but the mic wasn't turned on. Yeah, no, the mic was like far away. Here. Well, you know. Well, well. And they just more looking around, smiled, and walked off. He just, I guess so he he's, forgot what he's, he's the gifable man. I guess that's his he's gimmick now. Say a meme. Yep. Make him a gif. Uh, next, uh, Sarah or Kayla is there to interview Kofi. But before Kofi is introduced, Paul Heyman walks through the frame. I guess just to put the thought in your mind that Heyman's there. Brock could be there. That's I'm saying that dude. He's still going to do double duty. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling. Um, and then uh, so Kofi gave an interview talking about Joe, um, hyping the match, Extreme Rules. Uh, that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Can't wait. And then finally, our main event, Roman versus Dolph. Uh, Shane, Drew, and Elias are all ringside. Shane, in fact, joins the commentary team um, uh, during the match. Uh, towards the end, the ref is tending to Dolph after Roman punches him. Uh, Elias distracts Roman in the ringside area, which allows Drew to come up behind him and ram him into the ring post. Um, later on, Elias hops up on the apron. He hits Superman punch. Dolph hits the zigzag. Roman kicks out. Uh, Dolph gets ready for a Superman kick. Uh, instead, Roman hits him with a Superman punch. Dolph kicks out. Roman gets ready for a spear. Um, Dolph uh, is starting to get up. Drew pr- pulls him out of the ring. Roman lays everyone out with that top over the top rope dive. Yeah, almost land on his face. Yeah, I noticed that too. Like he over jumped it, mm-hmm. which is something that happens to like a lot of the guys. Yeah, is how how do you measure the distance and the leap and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you don't do it that often. I, I know. So when he did it, I'm like, oh god, they're a little too close to the mm-hmm. ring. Like they didn't, and that's not really on them. That's kind of on how Roman's checking his distance. Yeah, but I noticed too in the like, whenever whoever the producer is or who helped put the match together. 
they obviously were told, hey, make sure that they don't do a lot of stuff in the beginning, like go as slow as possible, just to put over Shane's commentary. Yeah. That was, to me, that was all that, like, oh, this match is going so slow because yeah, you just yeah. want to have Shane hit his beats in the commentary. Yeah, it's a bummer. And I'm just like, oh, man, hurry Shane up. Shane should be an emphasis. Yeah. That, the whole, and then it was, but it was funny to hear Graves and Shane just like, giggling like two best friends the whole time on the mic there's two things i I, I failed to point out earlier one in the uh, backstage bit between drew shane and elias when dolph walked in yeah i was looking at drew's face for all the interaction between uh shane and dolph yeah and drew it was like he was fighting not to roll his eyes yeah given like he was in character totally their past history which is great he had a smirk on his face all the time and there was one point where Corey said a line i don't remember the context but i think the line was yeah, that's like believing your girlfriend when she says she's going to the gym at 11, at 11 p.m. At 11 p.m. Yeah. And they cut the mics, and you could tell everybody was laughing. Yeah. And they do a shot of in the ring. You see back in the background, Corey doing this, <laughs> trying not to laugh. You know him and Tom Phillips are just dying. Oh, I'm sure. And then Byron has to talk. He has to carry commentary for like a minute yeah. while they get themselves together. Yeah. That was hilarious. That was a great line. Um, anyways, back to the main event. Uh, so Shane gets in the ring. Um while everybody else is ringside. Dolph super kicks Roman. Owens runs in, hits a huge stutter on Shane. Yeah. Crowd goes crazy. Uh, back in the ring, Roman fights off a zigzag, hits a spear for the win. Yeah. While Shane's still selling the, the stunner in the ring. Yeah. Um, uh, Kevin Owens changes his Twitter uh, profile picture to him stunning Shane. Yeah. Um, everybody was talking about Kevin Owens stunning Shane. Uh, Stone Cold, Kevin Owens, Owens 316. Uh, that's the era we're in. There's potential there to make a ton of money off this tweener anti-hero Kevin Owens. Yep. Um, we like if they follow the early kind of template with Becky uh, Lynch when she had her heel turn, but people were like, "No, we love Becky." This yeah, is, she yeah, was just let her be her exactly. Yeah. Let him be him. Yeah, and put him in scenarios where he's doing what the fans want to see him do: talk trash. And be, beat people up. Yeah, he will get massively over. Yeah, yeah. If they keep, if they focus too much on him just being in talking bits, without he, him stunning people or beating it people yeah. up or uh, drop people with apron power bombs, uh, he will lose momentum. That's like we see with Becky. There's just too much needless storyline. People want to see her talk trash and beat people up and just back it up. Yeah, they they say what they say and they always back it up. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes it more interesting when they do it because they just talk 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 and they get their ass kicked yeah it's just like okay we're not that that's a whole bray wyatt thing yes where bray would just talk 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 never was and able to lose. back it up lose and it's just like we don't care we have no interest in what you have to say with kevin and like him having the ko show him bringing people on him being brutally honest yeah. about stuff with yeah. them and then him kicking their ass to the stunner you know it's yeah it's perfect it is uh, let's take a few questions uh, here in the Discord. Cody Miles says Cal is Cal <laughs> Calidolo with the top knot. Calidolo, like uh, uh, Almas has the top knot. Oh sometimes. yeah, yeah. El Idolo. So sorry, Cal Idolo. I gotta say it with the L for it to roll off the tongue properly. Yeah. Um, Dom L says Kevin Owens name drops. Oh, Liv Morgan. Did I don't know if I heard a little. I might have missed that because there was Shane was talking while he was shouting out names too. Yeah, um, that might he, he might have lived or just probably said it. Live, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Dom L says the debut has to be near. I wouldn't be surprised as Liv is Ember Moon's tag team partner. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I would too. Uh, Travis top knot for the win. Uh, Minion TM six nine three man team. We're going in raw with Cal, make it happen. This is not the last. This week will is not the last week you'll see Cal on this show. Yeah, mark my word. Mark my words. Uh, Caleb McGee, Kevin Owens versus Joe for the title at the uh, Survivor Series. Is Survivor Series in Toronto or SummerSlam? I'm no idea. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Is it? Oh, SummerSlam is mm-hmm. going to be in Toronto. Toronto oh, that's so. kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, that'd be huge. You have Kevin Owens. Yeah. Huh? Did they plan this the whole time? Uh, going for the WWE title. I yeah. don't know. I feel like Kofi's title reign has been really good. I, I feel like there's a lot more they can do with Kofi as champion. It seems a little early. Uh, Carlos Padilla, uh, Owens versus Shane at SummerSlam to end heel Shane. That seems more likely at this point. I'd be down with that because yeah. it's just I have fun with Kevin berating Shane mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wang Choco, I went to the doctor and all he did was suck blood from my neck. Whatever you do, do not see, oh gosh, Dr. Acula. 
That's a good joke. That's a funny. That's, that's a good a, dad joke. That's a dad joke. 100% dad joke. Um, let's go to the uh, Patreon here. See if any additional questions. Excuse me. Uh, where did I put it? There it is. Put up kind of late. My apologies. Only 11 questions. Maybe we can get through them all. James Francis is the Shane McMahon faction WB's way of doing something similar to Triple H NXT New Evolution Group. Oh, like a loose. I don't, I don't really, know. No, I don't feel like it. No, I wish they would actually make it. I they don't have a title for the their group or faction. I know. And sometimes when they do put a title group, it doesn't last that long. So maybe they're just thinking like, oh, we're not gonna make it a thing because let's just say the booking changes and we don't yeah. want to keep everyone together. So therefore we want to put a title over it to yeah, yeah. give it more importance than I, it really deserves. I also kind of feel like they're going to be transitioning off of like after extreme rules, this whole Roman Shane thing is going to be done. Yeah. Shane's going to pivot to the Dolph, uh, Kevin Owens storyline. Yeah. Drew is probably, and hopefully going to pivot to some, to oh, undertaker Drew. at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully Drew goes over. He needs that kind of win. He needs a huge win. He needs something to like get more momentum. Yeah. Cause even that, it just whenever I see Drew with Shane and Elias, it just doesn't fit right. He shouldn't be a henchman. It, it, I don't. He, he's my heater. Like that's what Shane said. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. my heater. Which it's is like, a funny line, but yeah. It's no, like I don't, like, don't want to be your heater. Drew is an alpha. He's yeah. an alpha male. Let him. He he's he's so much. He just should be on his own. Like I liked it if Corbin was in that role. Yeah, Corbin's like, henchman. It it feels aesthetically better looking at Elias, which he wears pretty much clothes. Yeah, Corbin wears clothes. Yeah. Shane wears. Pretty much a close when he wrestles yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That just seems like it looks it better. Fits, but then yeah. you see Drew walk out and it's like looking like a badass yeah, wrestler, yeah. not like in a suit or anything. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity. They yeah, really it just it doesn't it doesn't flow with me, man. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Well, just you look at Drew, you hear him talk, you see his mannerisms, you think he should be the guy. Yeah, he shouldn't be one of Shane Stooges. He should be the guy, dude. He should be like. Just have his own thing. I know. Him and the Viking Raiders should have swords and axes and I just know. destroy people. He should be the leader, not a follower. Yeah, he has. he's a leader, man. He's not. It's because that's like in 3MB, he was, that was his role. And I know. And it's like, God, come on. You're wasting your time. And he goes down the indies, and he's, he's amazing. He's a total alpha badass. Yeah, in NXT, he's amazing. Yeah. And like I understood putting him to a degree with, with Dolph to kind of reintroduce him. And they had they had the storyline laid out where, where Drew gets tired of Dolph losing and, just and he turns him. on him and annihilates him. Yeah. And becomes top heel thereafter and they botched that and yeah. did anything good. Dude, with they him. had him like at first I'm like, Oh yeah, like Drew just killed Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here we go. This yeah, is totally. the Drew I want and then yeah. they didn't yeah, they yeah, lost they, they, they like a lot of things, they never follow through on it. Yeah. Uh Rich the Smash Bro, thank you, Kevin Owens, for making the first ten minutes of SmackDown better than the entire Raw broadcast. Kevin Owens is the man. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Ejecta, am I the only one who's nervous about another Kevin Owens Shane McMahon feud on SmackDown? Hopefully, if they just take it to SummerSlam and put it and let that be that, that yeah, then it's fine. But and then yeah. they can finally, because then by the time when the Fox deal comes, October, October, which is the same time as AEW's. Yeah, God, dude, these guys are. Uh, yeah, if the, by then they can just be rid of it and just be done. Yeah, and like they said. Um, I know Heyman doesn't want like an authority figure mm-hmm. on Raw. Yeah, that would be so good. And just I know. I hope that carries that same rule carries over SmackDown. No more authority so. figures. I hope so. It's getting redundant. It's getting played out. Uh, Rich the Smash Bro. Heyman was on SmackDown. Think he was asked to go over there for the day. I wouldn't be surprised if at least until Bischoff takes over SmackDown full time, if uh, Heyman's helping out. And maybe he's helping out uh, Bischoff get up to speed. I don't know what their relationship is. Yeah, like. no idea. Uh, Larson Hunter, Greg, creator Greg Morris, can Kevin Owens help turn Sammy face? Sammy is a much better face. I think Sammy could be a good heel. He just really hasn't had the right heel persona. Yeah, I don't really... I don't know. It's tough because I love Sammy as a face in NXT. Uh, I think it's his personality that makes him as a heel in the back. I think there's something where Vince is like, oh, this guy's annoys me. Mm-hmm. He needs to be a he needs to be a heel because mm-hmm. he annoys me. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to see Sammy get like leaned out and then just go on two hundred five live and be then interesting. just do some of the stuff he used to do as El Generico. Yeah, like doing brain busters brain on top the turnbuckle, turnbuckle, yes, turnbuckle and like showing more athleticism that he can do instead yeah. of like getting beaten. 
being a losing wrestler. Yeah, being a losing wrestler. It's because he's such a damn good performer. I just want to see him perform. Totally. You know, to I could care less if he's heel or face. I just want to see him do what he can do in the ring. Yeah, I just want to see him in the ring. Uh, Logan Finsterbush, how do you think the conversation went with Samoa Joe asked Aleister Black to use his room to film a promo? It could have been the same room. They just could have changed the lights. Yeah, they changed the light. It, the whole time, the back curtain was like goldish. It was yeah, like a rusty rusty, rusty color, rusty whereas gold, they just didn't light it and it looks black. Yeah. So Joe probably just went all mellow. It's like, hey, can I use your room? Are you Are the you, one that knocked? I know. Are you here to pick a fight with me? No, I got my own thing going on right now. I, did, I picked the fight with Kofi. Don't you pay attention? I know you're stuck down here in this room all the time. But you should really pay attention to what's going on. You know, the, I cracked up because you see Alistair in that, or he see him in the room, and then you see like the guy adjusting. Oh, the I mic. know. So I was like, wait, he had a camera crew in there the whole time. I know. It's like no. Well, like we were talking about this last week, and someone on the YouTube comment says, "No, Alistair's not there at the arena. He has his own room somewhere." Oh, I know. I'm like, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. he he has his own room He's in, in Orlando, room. Florida, in the garage where him and Zelina work out. And yeah, they turn the they turn the lights down. Oh, okay, all right, let's go to that back curtain. You film me. Yeah, yeah, right. It didn't happen. No, it's not the way it goes down. Uh, Mondo Volgare, since this is the second time Owens has feuded with Shane, is that a sign that Shane and by extension Vince really likes him? Could he be in line for a big push as top face on SmackDown? I think Vince does really like him. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think Kevin or uh, Triple H really likes him. I think that was evidence when uh, Finn had to drop the Universal title. Owens was the guy that got it. Yep. I think it was evidence that they really like him. It just shows that, like, the Indies, Kevin carried so many damn promotions during his time in the Indies mm-hmm. with Ring of Honor and PWG. Mm-hmm. And he's just good in that role. Like, he can. He can handle the pressure. He can handle the pressure. Totally. He's a utility guy, man. Um, James Rodriguez, would you have been surprised if Owens mentioned CM Punk or Jericho when talking about how insulting it is that Shane refers to himself as best in the world? No, I think uh, I'd be surprised if you can't uh, mention those names in WWE these days. Best. And you know what? Greg Hamilton did a much better you know, announcing job yeah. than Mike Rowe. I yeah. Knew, dude, he's so good. And I was saying, like, before Greg Hamilton was uh, – before he got into – the whole announcing as a in WWE, he worked beauty pageants mm-hmm. and he would do announcing stuff there. Yeah. Uh, Jose Alaguna here uh, on YouTube says, Hey Cal, hashtag SEO ducks. Is that an Oregon reference? It might be. I have no idea. I don't get, I'm guessing that is because knowing that you went to Oregon state, he's trying to create beef. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> Captain Cutter. I've been watching Kevin Owens since he wrestled for my local promotions many years ago. I've said it then. I'll say it again. Is there anything he can't do? I believe he should be top guy or at least utilized in the top role for the foreseeable future. What do you guys think? Kevin Owens could do it all. Yeah. He's he, great in the ring. Great talker. Yeah. Um, and if if they give him a really good opportunity to, to be a tweener, a stone cold type, um, and don't get in his way, he can be massive. And it helps – the move having the stunner mm-hmm. as his finish because mm-hmm. you don't need to be a physical guy to hit it you know because like him hitting that pop-up powerbomb it it helps when you're a big powerful looking guy but since kevin's already he's naturally athletic mm-hmm. he and he's quick he's explosive mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. way he looks he can hit that anywhere yeah and it looks like it could you know well, there's the thing too about the pop-up powerbomb it takes a lot of setup yeah you got Toss someone against the ropes, pop them up, and then powerbomb. Yeah. Stunner is bang Boom. quick. Yeah, quick. You can dole those out left and right. Exactly. Uh, Logan Finterbush, uh, who do you think Ember Moon's tag partner will be next week? Liv Morgan, possibly Mickey James. Everyone else is already in a feud, I believe. It's either going to be Carmella or, or Liv Morgan. I hope Liv Morgan. I give it to Liv. I, I think Carmella's, I, I, Carmella's got already enough things going on with her doing the the 24 seven tile of truth and like she can hang out with Bailey or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I know Sasha Banks might be returning soon. Yes. Like they keep hinting about that. Totally. Totally. Uh, Rich Hardesty says, Hey Cal hashtag go beeves. Go beeves. There you go. What is uh, the football game called in Oregon between Oregon state? Civil war. Civil war. That's what Civil I thought. War. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, Rich smash bro. Kevin Owens spoke for every single WB fan last night. How amazing was that to hear? That's his new gimmick. Yeah. Singing the praises of the, the yeah. fans. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it looks like that does it for us. Uh, patrons, YouTube members, stick around. We'll be back shortly with non-news. We will talk about Joey Janela. Yes. I am forward to talking about that. Worst fist fight ever. Yeah. Um, by Janela's admission. Um, yep. So anyways, we'll talk to you soon. Until then, 
goodbye. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.